My goal today is to get people to understand something that has no definition. You can't find a single definition of a cytokine storm as of right now, but I think that will change. The term is being used a lot, cytokine storm, cytokine storm, in this pandemic of COVID. It's not at all totally unique to COVID, but obviously has captured a lot of attention out there. And for a lot of people dealing with hospitalized patients in a pandemic, it has gotten so busy out there that just at the end of the day, we're all proud of ourselves for staying off crack. And one of the big reasons we are so busy in this SARS-CoV-2 virus pandemic is immune dysregulation. Well, in a disease process like an infection, you want just the right amount of appropriate immune and inflammatory response. And if that response gets dysregulated, then you can have too much inflammation. And when there's a really big inflammatory response, sometimes the term cytokine storm is being thrown around these days. But by no means was SARS-CoV-2 the first time that this cytokine storm terminology has come about. In fact, if you look at a drug like tocilizumab, which so far has not panned out very well for the cytokine storm of COVID, well, its earliest use as an anti-interleukin-6 receptor monoclonal antibody was in the cytokine storm of Castleman's disease. And so at the very outset, I want to say that different diseases can set off different kinds of cytokine storms. So it's this kind of all-encompassing term. It's several disorders of immune dysregulation that results in all kinds of symptoms, usually with severe systemic inflammation and multi-organ dysfunction that can ultimately lead to multi-organ failure and death. And it kind of comes down to which cytokine and how much of it is made that ultimately determines what the symptoms of a cytokine storm are going to be. So a cytokine is any number of substances, including interferon, interleukin, certain growth factors that are secreted by certain cells in the immune system that then end up having another effect on other cells. Almost always when cytokines are released, you're going to have a fever, so that at a minimum should be there. But whether it causes something in the lungs like ARDS, adult respiratory distress syndrome, or whether it causes renal failure or cardiomyopathy or endothelial damage and vascular permeability or vasculitis or arthralgias, liver injury, liver failure, cholestasis, and of course, coagulopathies, among many, many other things that can happen in this term cytokine storm. It depends on the disease process that set it off, which cytokines were significantly increased, and of utmost important, the host, meaning we are all different genetically, phenotypically, in all other sorts of ways. And so when you see cytokine storms, whether it's from a neoplastic process, an infection, sometimes in autoimmune diseases. You don't see it in everybody with that disease. So not only do certain patients with COVID get cytokine storms, and then most don't, likewise in a certain type of cancer, some people may get a cytokine storm and others don't. So for instance, theoretically, and this is theory, we notice in COVID that certain 
things predispose you to getting more ill, meaning you can be obese or diabetic, both of which are states of higher inflammation at a baseline, and just possibly those higher states of inflammation may be having fuel to the fire when they get something like a SARS-CoV-2 infection that gets the body revved up in other ways. What we really want to happen with our cytokines in our immune system is we want a proportional response to whatever the pathogen or the problem is. And then we really want our bodies to go back and achieve homeostasis afterwards. But if you get into this hyperinflammatory response, the collateral damage can be huge and result in multi-organ failure and death. And in certain disease processes, like SARS-CoV-2, for example, if we can decrease that inflammatory response, let's say with glucocorticoids, it might buy more time for that patient to achieve homeostasis and possibly ultimately win the war and not die. So that's cytokine storm in a nutshell. And I'll come back and do a second part on this for people who want to get a little bit deeper into this difficult topic.